Salutations and welcome. And welcome to the 25th episode of the In the House podcast. My name is Evan Floyd. I am your host. I am unbelievably excited (laughs) to be here tonight. I am crazy pumped to be having a show with a real head coach at the helm officially. It feels good. George, Paolo, Luke, they did great. Triumvirate. But I'm ready for the hack era to begin. I'm ready to get to talk about it because I didn't get to last week. Also, he's called the hack. The hack, hack, hack hack attack, uh, hack city. I'm seeing where they're going with all this. I don't feel like we've zeroed in on the perfect thing yet. Hacky McSocraton. Hacky McSocraton. We'll throw that into the mix and see what people think. Um, No, I'm extremely pleased that we've got a head coach and that we're ready to talk about it, have some good fun with it. Uh, but in order for us to talk about it, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some backup. I'm yep. gonna need partners in crime. Yep. And uh, the first one is my partner. Yeah. My co-host. Unfortunately. This time coming to us live <laughs> from a bingo hall in Marrakesh, Morocco. <laughs> Andy Frederick, ladies and gentlemen. Andy. Yeah. Jared, I feel like that was half-hearted. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big fan of bingo. Here's the thing. Okay. Well, it turns out Moroccan people. It turns out Moroccans are not either. Okay. I had to bring them bingo. So you you introduced, I introduced Moroccans, at least the ones you're like Marrakesh. a really screwed up crusade. Exactly, but, but more fun, less slaughter. Bringing that uh, Catholic school education experience. Exactly. It's kind of like a mission trip. Yeah. But. For gambling. For gambling. Okay, I get that. In in the, bulk, like mass yeah. gambling. Now, the Moroccans, big fans of traditional gambling. Yes, yes. And so they caught on really quickly. Okay. They caught on really quickly. I'm thrilled about that. Andy, you did a podcast last week while yeah, I was out of town. I was going to say, this is kind of our 25th. This one. is the 25th episode because there is a mystery hidden there is. 24th episode. Floating in the ether. Yeah, we did not post the 24th episode. I didn't see it out there. It's nope. because no one would see it out there. No. I think I'm going to surreptitiously post it across the internet <laughs> under different <laughs> under different headings. Would be so a like, like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg website yeah. and stuff like that uh maybe on soundcloud you know yeah somewhere other than our home base of podbean whitehouse.gov it went that well huh so uh there was a podcast recorded the thing was it wasn't it was a pretty good podcast for being just me and david (laughs) um but there were some technical issues okay forgot to record it got it well sometimes dropbox and my phone don't get along all right and so I'm, I'm surprised I didn't get a, a, an angry or at least stern text or email from Kenny. Yeah, no, I got those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Kenny, it's all right. It exists, and we will find some way for people to be able to experience it. Yeah. But I'm sticking with it. This is episode so, 25. Yeah, technically, this is 25. 24 exists. Just because the people didn't get to listen to it doesn't mean it's not Podcasts there. can rent a rental car and drive. It could. Yeah. This, car, this podcast yeah. is, I mean, we are at our... Uh, uh, Quadricentennial, quadrennial, quadrennial. I think something this like podcast that. has to get its own insurance. I'll uh, put insurance. on my special pants if I didn't know twenty five. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I'm just glad you wore any pants. So oh. now we do have, if you haven't noticed, a uh, guest in the house tonight. One of Scouse's house's own. A very special guest. Yeah. Now 
I'm going to before we mercilessly rip on Jared for like the next sure, hour. Like bus special. Before we mercilessly rip on him constantly, constantly for the next hour, yeah. I, I want to give Jared his props because our guest Jared Englert mm-hmm. has maybe brought more people into Scouse's house this year than yeah. anybody else. Every game he comes to, Thank he makes sure that he's right. got one or two yeah. people in tow, and several of those people have, have been around. and gone on to become season ticket holders. Yeah, and have. Even gone on to invite friends or family of their own who became season Trying ticket to bring holders. love into the house. Yeah. And so I want to give a lot of props to Jared because he has been a true friend to Scouse's house. Yeah, especially for being and, and this as is my ridiculous year. a person as he is. This right. is my first year this of official first, season yeah. tickets. And, uh, and we're happy about that. So we've got him in the house. Jared Englert, super fan, super ugly. I mean, like it's, <laughs> that's, that's really what we focus on. Uh, I'll bring the booze so no one knows. Yeah, no, yeah. Get him drunk enough to just accept me for it's, who I am on the inside. Come on, Jared. In, in the house, we call it purple stuff. Fair enough. All right, so. It's a family show for crazy. But because we allowed Jared here, and because I think he has opposable thumbs, mm-hmm. uh, because we brought Jared here, we're going to let him flip a coin and let us know if we're going to do a uh, game review or, or a pre- game preview. I'm going to flip the coin, but I tell you what, I'm a big fan of the review first, so I'm rooting for Tails here. And you no. flipped ahead because you can't do yeah. anything right. I'm, I'm kind of so worst. I will tell you this: uh, we found the notebook that we were keeping track of heads or tails. Uh huh. It was at David's house. Yeah, sure. Okay, so but that was in, like seven pods in, wasn't it? Yeah, we. I looked at like the last count, and it was at seven. So you're just gonna have to take our word for it that we have kept correct. I believe that your dog Zeppelin did not believe you. He didn't. Okay. He'll be fine. We He's uh, here with me. They, uh, we have got uh, we've got heads. So despite Jared's wishes, we have to do what the coin tells us, and so we're going to begin with a game preview. And in this instance, a game preview. It's a very interesting preview. Is in reference to our game this Saturday at Slugger Field, Woo. the first game under brand spanking new head coach John Hackworth. Nashville SC is going to be joining us in Slugger. Do you think there is ever a possibility that they were going to have his first game be away? Be no. An away game? No, I don't. I think right, like you have to do it. I, I think that they, I mean, <clears throat> I think that they, even with his responsibilities in Costa Rica with the U.S. national team, I think that if you hire a guy for a job like this, if they had said, we need you to start last week, he would have started last week. Yeah. And so... I think it was understanding on the front office's part to let him try to finish what he'd started with the with the men's yeah. national team. I appreciate a guy who finishes his. I do too. Absolutely. Unlike, I don't want a. Um, no, there's a couple of UFL coaches that have had some things said about them over the years that left uh, out of town pretty quick. And, and we may have had experience with a coach leaving us just a few yeah, months ago. Yeah. So uh, no, I'm I'm pleased that he got to do that. But I think that if we had had a home game, it would have been more likely that we'd have pressed the issue. Mm-hmm. But now, he gets to come in, have a full week of practice with the guys, come in, start out for an important game against Nashville. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get over to the Nashville stuff first and say, we've played this team three times already this year. Yes. Uh, we've, we've, got, we've got a little bit of history here. Uh, we've played them twice in league play already and yeah. once in the U.S. Open Cup. Our results have been mixed. Yeah. Usually with the home team, not usually, each time with the home team coming away with a with a win. Yeah. 
the U.S. Open Cup match, we got the win at Lynn Stadium. The first game of the year, game one out of the shoots was a 2-0 victory at Slugger. And then right after, uh, so it would have been the second week of May, yeah. we lost to them 2-0 on the road at Nashville. It's a, it's a good team. Honestly, at about that time in the season, I thought Nashville was going to be one of the cream of the crop in yeah. the in the league. And they're they, expansion, right? They are an expansion team. What are they sitting at right now? They are sitting in sixth place. Sixth place. Okay. They are five-ish points behind us, but we have games in hand on them. Okay. We have one game in hand. Game in hand on them. And so they're right in the thick of things. They right. just got an important win over Ottawa for good playoff positioning because they are. there is a group of teams between seven and 11 who can sort of juggle around quite a bit yeah. from game to game, even yeah. right now. A lot of chaos in that. There in is. Little... The one through four is starting to separate a little bit. Yeah. Starting to separate. Getting the win over New York was huge for mm-hmm. that, and we'll get to that. But uh, Nashville, right in the thick of things, and this is an important game for them. Mm. Because if we lose, we're going to be in fourth place anyway. There's nobody who can catch us this week if we lose. If they lose, they could... uh, I I honestly would have to look and see where they are in comparison to New York. But the reason it's most important to them is not so much about catching teams ahead of them as providing distance from the teams behind them. And also, not letting teams behind them pass them. Which is what would happen. So, what we're dealing with here is, and Jared has kindly placed his phone in front of me with uh, the information I, I needed, uh, with them sitting in sixth place with 34 points, if they were to lose this week to us, and Ottawa, who they just beat, who's in ninth place, could jump over them in the standings with a win this week. So, I mean, you can see That's they could big, go from yeah. sixth to ninth, and honestly, 10 and 11 could both call, crawl within one point of them. Yeah. So you're talking important, more important standings-wise for Nashville and for us. Yeah. And it's it's still a good team. One thing is this is a defensive-minded team. Mm-hmm. So they are, I believe, third or fourth in the league in goals allowed. Actually, I think they're second in goals allowed behind only Pittsburgh. They've only given up 16 goals all year. That's an impressive record. Yeah. Uh, they're not allowing people to score on them. And that's that's you know that's where it all starts, yeah. and where it starts for them is with fan favorite. We're not gonna do this every time, I swear. But it's Matt <laughs> Easy Pickings is oh, our yeah. Mike, Easy Pickings. Pickings coming he back for more. Loves us. He is a delight. He, he's a delight. The only Amish <laughs> in USL. <laughs> those dainty ankles. The only Mennonite in the USL. Yeah. No, he, he is unbelievably friendly to Scouse's house oh, every yeah, time. He Especially during warm-ups, he has a great time with the crowd. He's friendly, he's engaging, yeah. and also he's a really good keeper. Uh, he came over from Tampa last year where he was very good there mm-hmm. and was the first signing for Nashville when they found out they were going to have a club. They were like, we need to start somewhere, and we're starting with Matt Pickens. Yeah. Uh, Good keeper. Uh, I believe he's third in the league in clean sheets. They've only given up, as I say, 16 goals, and they have played, you know, 22 games. So that's less than a goal a game, obviously. Yeah. This is a good defensive team. Yeah. Would you characterize them as kind of a park-the-bus kind of team? Like, uh, And that's the amazing thing. No. I wouldn't put them in that Here's same the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. put them in that same category of Pittsburgh. They, they want to score... 
They just aren't any good at it. <laughs> they've, they've scored 21 goals on the season, and so less than a goal a game right. for them also. Uh, they don't put it in the back of the net consistently. And it's surprising because they've got some nice attacking pieces. We always mention, and I'll mention again because their names are so fun to say, Ropapa Mensa and Lebo Maloto are very dangerous for them. They they gave us fits in the 2-0 loss. Yeah. Uh, and their leading scorer is Brandon Allen, who I think has got six on the year. So not a high-scoring... They're not getting their goals from just one place. No. They're getting them from right. all over the field. But when we played them in the U.S. Open Cup, though, mm-hmm. kinda, I kind of got the sense that coming from losing to them on the road, mm-hmm. you kind of get the sense that we kind of like you have their number a little bit. Like, I don't feel like Mensa and Maloto were as effective as they were. That's Even when definitely. we beat them the first time, they were still more of a threat, I feel like, than we than when we played them at Lynn Stadium. That seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. And I think that what you can take away from the performances we've had against Nashville this year is we the two teams understand one another. Is yeah. I think where you are getting from. Yes. And so when you say, are they a park the bus kind of a defense, I would generally say no. Against us, I expect them to play more from the back. I expect them to try to uh, eliminate our scoring more than they're mm-hmm. looking for their own. And their method of scoring has generally been one of crosses and deep balls. Mm-hmm. They are not a team that creates through the middle of the field, or, or haven't been. I don't want to say that they can't, but uh, haven't been a team right. that produces goals the way we do. They are more likely to make a nice tackle, make a nice stop, and then use their speed on the outside to get there. And then they have targets like Brandon Allen and uh, the giant Tucker Hume coming off the bench. And that's one thing that we should also mention. He just got a goal to help them uh, get a draw against Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. So they are coming off of a road draw against the top team in the league and then a win over Ottawa. So they're coming off of two really nice performances. So they've got momentum. Right. It's a good team. It's not a team we can take lightly. I can't imagine us losing this game. I, I I've been thinking about well, this. Not with hat coming in. That's what I'm saying. I think that emotions are going to be high. Yeah. We're extremely good at home. Yeah. Extremely good at home. We're coming off of a couple of big wins, and you throw in a brand new head coach that you want to show off for, that you want to get him off on the right foot. If there's not lightning in the sky, we better pack this thing. I'm actually I, I'm I'm crazy hopeful that we're gonna have a huge I crowd. I think we will. Scouse has been telling me. I might show up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> El Presidente <laughs> Michael Scouse Bramalo has been telling me that Scouse's house is sold out. We're done. Nice. You're not nice. getting into the house if you don't already have tickets or no. you don't know somebody. And it's not gonna be hundred Nashville fans. It's not hopefully gonna be a hundred Nashville yeah, right. fans like the Red Bulls game. So, I know that we're selling tickets. Uh, I talked to Dave Wachovic at the event last night, and mm-hmm. he said that numbers were all looking really good for this weekend. So, I'm hopeful that we're going to have a really nice crowd. But it's exactly like Jared says. This town, when it rains, they, they, they hole up like hermits. Yeah. And we need people to come out and get out there and support the guys, and bars even, are if fun. It's, even if it's sprinkling. It's his opening game. you got to be there. Yeah, yeah. you got to be there and show him what uh, Hack City can be. Because it's going to be an important, fun game, and it's going to be important for the guys. 
We need to keep getting points, especially if we have any interest in catching yeah. the teams that are ahead of us. I am I'm looking forward to see what chance Scouse comes up with. Uh, he's not generally amongst our best writers. No. <laughs> I imagine that you're going to hear ch- chants coming from, oh, Joe Woolley. Yeah. I imagine that uh, Devin Reardon will probably yeah. have something stupid. I mean, wonderful. <laughs> I imagine that Kevin and uh, Steve will have uh, been trying to put something together. Yeah. I am not going to. I'm, I'm sitting this one out. I want to be a part of whatever grows organically. They rather are than sitting planning. in their living rooms right now. Licking pins. Yeah, trying to think of something while their wives or significant others pace impatiently yeah. through the house. Playing old standards, hoping that something sparks in their head. Yeah. I'll yeah. Leave it. I'm a fan of it. I'll leave it to the smart people. If I have to listen to Camp Town Races one more time while yeah. you try to write a song to John Hackworth. Yeah. Anyway. It's going to be a big game. I think we're going to have a nice crowd. And I think we're going to get a win. I do too. And I think it's going to be convincing. My thought thought process here is that we are going to see a win in the neighborhood of 3-0. I'm going 3-0. I've got a 3-0 victory. You're not going 6-4? Not going to go (laughs) 6-4. God. Not going 6-4. We'll get to that. Good. But 3-0, uh, and I'm imagining Cam gets another one because well, yeah. Cam gets one. I have this strange feeling about uh, I, I really think Kyle Smith gets back on the board. Okay. If we're playing four at the back, as John Hackworth has implied he likes to do, mm-hmm. then... Uh, I think that you're going to see a lot of rotations. He is not back from suspension yet. Okay. No, he has sat out uh, at this point only the one game. Mm-hmm. So he's got two more games to sit before he's. Uh, oh, it is a three game. Yeah, yeah. three games. Can't put your hand on people's throats. Well, yeah, don't touch people's throats. That's a firm rule. It's frowned upon yeah. generally. So, uh, I got I got this feeling that Kyle is going to drift forward and uh, take advantage, get get himself a goal. Uh, I think he wears the headgear again this week, and yeah. I think that uh, he channels. Do we touch on that? I don't know what happened. I saw him wearing it. He took a shot to the dome. He did. I saw that what happened, but like, do we know the official injury? He's fine. Uh, that's all. I, that's the only information I've gotten is that he's fine. I don't also have any information on Magnus Rasmussen yet, who did suffer a real injury that caused him to come out early from yeah. the New York Red Bulls game. Uh, I know he was going to see the doctor yesterday. Uh, I don't have any further information on that, so that's all the update we have on Magnus. Andy, what's your score? Um, Wait, you gave 3-0 and you didn't give a, a score. I gave my score. I said Kyle Smith and I said Cam gets one. Oh, bourbon. Yeah. Purple stuff. Yeah, sir. purple stuff. Um, I'm saying I'm going to go 2-0. Two 2-0. Nothing. Two nothing. Two nothing. But we still, I still think it's going to be a dominating win. Like comfortable two nothing. Like a comfortable two nothing. Get a goal like, early. Get a goal midway. Like sixty yeah. to seventy percent possession. Wow, that kind of thing. Right on. That would be wonderful. I think it's just like well, I mean, like you said, like there are a lot of factors coming off of the uh, from you know John Hackworth coming from the massive win last weekend. I just think we're on a really good roll. I think they keep it with them. So I'm saying two nothing. Um. Or Loopy Doves? 
Huh? Or the will there, there be will, doves? I don't see doves this time. Okay. I don't see doves. They don't like doves. the rain. Uh, I'm saying Cameron. That's just, he just scores. It's just, yeah. a, we it's just a good. He it's, just scores. It's, it's just a good, it's a, it's a good bet. Yeah. And now that he's like within like grasping, like he just needs that one extra. Yeah, he can see the golden boot. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. And so now he's, uh, I think Cameron and I think weirdly, not even, not even weirdly. Oscar's gonna do something. You you are an Oscar. You're. An, I just lo- I just. You're an OJ stand. I am. I uh, yeah. I am Team OJ. You are. Uh, I love that. So I'm hard to argue. But not on a but not on a uh, corner. Okay. I think he just like he sees something from well outside the box and is like screw it taking this. All right. I like it. Jared Engler, guest extraordinaire. What's your prediction for the score? Six four. No, I'm, not. <laughs> no, I'm not going. Twenty-three to fourteen. I'm not going. Oh, good lord! Um, I, I think I'm a fandy on this two nothing. All right, um, two nil. They are not good at putting the ball in the back of the net. They're not. Um, we are good at keeping people from doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> generally. Generally. There you go. Um, I, I think I like us with four in the back, and it looks like that's probably what we're gonna have. Um, so I. I think we can hold them back. We we did at Lynn Stadium last time we played them. Um, as far as up front, I mean, it. I gotta like Omni in this game. Like he played. Now for, you're talking. He played for Hack in he, under seventeen. He right? did. He did. And I love that you say that. I love the connection there. Like it's just meant to be. And also, listen to this statistic. You're not gonna believe this, Brian Omni has been extremely good for us this season. Everybody can agree with that? Yeah. When he has played, he has usually been amongst the most dominant when forces on the field. Yeah. So when he's been able to play, yeah. he's been a dominant force in the field. Changes our team and the way we can play. Yes. Everybody loves Brian Ownby. Right. Super dangerous. In league play, zero goals. What? In, Seriously? In, oh, yeah. In league play. He's due. It's going to happen. Zero assists. It's got to happen. It's zero assists. No goals, no <laughs> assists in league play for Brian Ownby. He killed it in the Open Cup. He was dominant in the Open Cup. But he's been dominant That's against as a MLS, player. That's against team. Agreed. Yeah. Destroyed. He was the player of the game. Easily. The, uh, the New England game. Easily. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Because I generally feel like he is frequently, whether he's the man of the match or not, is... He affects every match. He is usually the most important player on the field for us. Yeah. Because so much of our defense is predicated on our offense. Yeah. And our offense needs his speed to create space. He's been so important to this team. I couldn't believe zero league goals. That's insane. Zero league assists. So I love that you're saying Brian gets on the board. That stat is not indicative of... His not remotely. Like, not remotely. Well, now, now, now I'm a genius. You are. You are. Because I'm betting. Yeah, I, I want to change mine. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> no, I only listed two. I listed Kyle and I listed yeah. uh, I listed Cam. So oh, I'll give Brian the third There's one. your third spot. Because goodness, the guy is due. Yeah. And I, for the second goal, like, it's got to be Cam. Like, it has to be. Uh, hat trick last week. Um, 
what, team, uh, he's tied for the Golden Boot, you said, mm-hmm. and then he made Team of the Week as well? Not just Team of the Week, he was Player of the Week. In player of the Week, excuse yeah. me. So, like, with, our predictions, with our predictions in hand, I think that that is the perfect segue over into our game review. Yeah. Where the only thing that can truly... Where Cam. Where, where Cam was. Yeah. The only thing I think you can really say about that game was, it was sure fun to watch. That was messy. It was not a well-played game of soccer. There were moments of brilliance, but it was not a well-played game of soccer. I arrived late to the bar where we watched the game, yeah. and when I got there, we were already down 2-0. That's a tough That's a tough look. Yeah. I was traveling, and since I can't stream it on YouTube Live anymore like I used to be I know, able that, to... That infuriates me still. Not going to get into that. It's a whole other box of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just kept checking the score every five minutes at this cookout in northern Indiana. Uh, sitting next to a guy from New York City, by the way, who's a soccer fan. Not, not Could not have cared less about Red Bulls, too. Yeah, not, not much. He was not one of their 11 fans. No, he was not. <laughs> um, but it was good having soccer conversations. Sure. He's like, what's the score? I was like, 6-4. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. 6-4 is a crazy mm-hmm. scoreline. I love that Cam got his hat trick. Yeah. I love, loved Ilya's bicycle. Oh, oh bicycle was, was glorious. That was so much fun. And the keeper went the completely wrong direction, too. And you, who knows, when you're up in the air upside down with your foot over your head kicking a ball, I'm not sure how much you can really aim where you want to aim. I'm pretty So sure. that's my question. Yeah. When I watch that, when yeah. you watch the replays of it, you have to wonder, like... It was a little shinny. It was a little shitty. shitty. And also, he really kind of didn't have to do that. He maybe could have played a head ball. I mean, it was probably it only... It was probably... No, I'm not, I'm it, not knocking it. I'm just saying that, like, did you necessarily need to? It was probably seven feet in the air when he caught it. And uh, in that case, he Play could, it off the head. Yeah. And it was coming straight down because this was coming... This ball wasn't whipped in. This was coming off of sort no, of a pop-up. No, it looked like somebody... It looked like... They were just messing around, and he he was like, "Let me see if I can do this." And somebody like <laughs> tossed it to him. <laughs> but all I care about is the result. Oh yeah. And I also, frankly, loved the effort. I loved when you do something fancy like that. It's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. It's one of those glory moments. It's and one of those. I feel like it's a little overhyped as a move. The bicycle. In it general. can be. But like, can you do it? When you. <laughs> I mean, he can't like, even ride a bicycle. Maybe in a swimming pool. I'm, I'm, I listened to Hack last night. Yeah, so, um, I can do it. Uh huh. We're gonna take a ball outside, and we will videotape. <laughs> and we will videotape Andy attempting this. Um, not only though was Check it a the great, Facebook page. Not only was it a great goal, because it was a great goal. Yeah. But I think that him doing the bicycle really got our guys' juices flowing yeah. too. I think that that that's our first goal. We're down two. He gets that goal to bring us within one. Yeah. And in such fun, spectacular yeah. fashion. I think that got the guys, like, yeah. amped. It's very much like as a team, you watch them like that. Happy. Holy like, crap, okay, that guy just yeah. did that. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. So that's how we're going to play this. All right, yeah. And we had some we had some other beauties because yeah. uh, Ilya went on to play a brilliant uh, heel back pass mm-hmm. to George for George's goal. He has also looked good in this last like three or four game stretch. This is where I was going right there. I beat you to it. Sorry, I'm an American. No, you are just uh, perceptive and stupid. I mean, perceptive. <laughs> oh, uh, Ilya, 
I think that he's our player of the year right now. I know Cameron is scoring all these goals. Uh, and we were, in our first two or three podcasts, rather critical yeah. of Ilya Illich. I mean, we're not a particularly critical podcast. And no. so when I say critical, I mean we were singing Cam and Luke's praises coming into the season. And sort of, Ilya was like an afterthought. Yeah, but we don't have Luke. We Well, now we do. But uh, the real key to the way the team has performed in the last several weeks, I feel, was putting Ilya in the lineup and then either letting Cam come on as a sub so he doesn't have to play a full 90 and mm-hmm. can come in and be a sniper. Yeah. Or allowing Ilya to play a little behind the nine and be creative and start setting goals up. He's been killing it with assists. I think he's up to five or six on the year. He's killing it with goals. I think he's up to seven or eight on the year. He's been the motor behind our offense. I I still think Ownby's pace and space is the most important thing for our offense. But I think that... Ilya has been our most valuable player this year, especially in this run we've been on for the last six weeks-ish, yeah. five weeks-ish. Can I comment on the indie game? Absolutely. Um, George GD4 scored oh, his man. birthday, got man of the match, completely like respecting for it. I thought, I thought Ilya was the best player on the field that day. Well, and he got rewarded with the team of the week for that. Mm. Okay, fair and enough. Then, I didn't hear that. And then this week they rewarded him with team of the week alternate. Which, fine. You don't want to put two loose city guys on there. I get it a little. Dumb. But he's been great. I think that he's been playing with (laughs) flair. I think that he's been playing with speed and power. He's been a really nice... Whether he's playing the 9, the 10, or the 9.5, I think he's been playing Mm -hmm. great soccer. And I can't... I love Luke. I'm so happy he's healthy, and it's going to make a... He's going to be an important part of our offense going forward. I don't see how you take... Ilya out of the lineup the way he's been playing. And I don't see how you take Cameron out of the lineup with how he's been scoring. It did feel good to watch Luke come out of the field, though. When they subbed him in, it was like, Luke, man. It lets them ease him back in, though. Yes. It's it's the best problem to have, and it lets him, like, come in and not have to play, you know, 60 or 70 minutes or take him out early at the half or... It lets them put him in and just got that twenty-ish yeah. minutes under his belt in a game where when he came on we were up three, yeah. eased him back into it, and I thought he looked fine. I mean, a little rusty, but who can blame him? He's been off for this long, yeah. and it takes a while to get used to game speed again. I didn't know he came in because I didn't oh, get to yeah. watch the game. Right, All that was the. Highlights because I was traveling. It was pretty glorious. It was. I it really went, want to watch it once it comes out. All three of the coaches out on the field at the same time. Yeah. It was neat. And, uh, <laughs> oh, was, yeah. Was I didn't think about Brandon that. Morris was uh, was standing in the technical area, giving his best okay. glare. Yeah. Folding his arms. Got he, the, the arm fold and the, the, the stern, like... Brandon told, stern look. Brandon told me last night that he was really having to fight back the urge to yell at guys like, more effort, more effort, lower us, cross the ball. Right. That uh, it took a lot for him not to do it, but I think wisely restrained yeah. himself. Um, Before one of the three actual coaches came over and reprimanded right. him. <laughs> it will be vital. There will be games this season where it will be vital to have Luke. We've talked about this previously on the pod that sometimes – especially in a game where they're parking the bus. Yeah. In a game against a Pittsburgh where the box is congested as hell, yeah. 
and Cam can't get a shot off, and no matter how much space we try to create, they've got six guys standing in the middle of the field. Just to have that muscle, that force. He's that target. He's, he's a target. He's yeah. a true target. And now he's underrated for his playmaking ability. I don't want to short sell him, but he's really a nice target. And that really would be agree. vital. But I don't see how you start him for a while yeah. between Cam and Ilya. But you don't want to. You don't want to risk it. That's true. That's true. All right. So six four. And Three. It's, it's an insane <laughs> score. That is a nuts score. At uh, at at two uh, one. Right after Ilya scored, I announced to the bar, this game might end nine eight. And I was joking, but with New York's defense being as bad as it is, our defense being as yeah, shaky man, as it can man, be, man. and New York's offense being as good as it is, it could have happened. Yeah. Could have happened. It got damn close. 6-4. 6-4. Tied for the most goals. That, that handball was questionable from what I saw. Luke shouldn't have got, I mean, Cam shouldn't have gotten called for that. I feel like there was no possible way he could have gotten his hand out of the way, and I feel like you... But the Those save, are so subjective. The save had already been made at that point. I mean, yeah. uh, to me, it's like it sucked. But well, what was the score at that point? I, I think it was two two at that. Point. It was two two at that point. I thought I'm, no, the end of the game, the, the fourth goal, that was not the handball. Oh, I thought you were talking about when Cameron took yeah, the handball. That's what I thought. Once again, I watched the highlights because I you didn't even see the watch game. Watch it, Jerry. I can't. Cause I it's not thought you were talking about the nice attack that Cam that Cam. I would have been the guy with my phone out watching it live if I had the ability to do it. Because Cam could have had four. Yeah, like he not. had a breakaway on his own on that and uh, didn't quite put it home. Could have had four. You're talking about the PK at the end of the game. Yes. I had completely and utterly forgotten that there was a PK yeah. at the end of the game. I know that's how they got there for It was like 80, it was 87, 88 minutes. It was 90th minute. minute, and then they took it in extra time. I had yeah. legit forgotten that that occurred. Yeah. It was, there it was were so three. many goals, I don't remember <laughs> them all. No, it was a handball in the box right there at the end, which looks kind of meh, but once again, I saw one small highlight, so I, I, I'll digress. I barely remember Ilya's second goal. We were up at three at that point. I was like, trying. Well, whatever. Yeah. So two goals and an assist for Ilya. Three goals for Cam. God. One goal for George. Two more assists <laughs> for Oscar. Such an insane it was score. An, it was an offensive explosion. And here's the thing. It wasn't It's a cash pure, stats for Pittsburgh in a year. It's yeah. It wasn't pure, beautiful soccer. It wasn't even necessarily good. Soccer. There was a lot of turnovers. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of uh, missed I, plays. There were. I know you want to move on. How was the flow from someone who didn't get to watch it? It was choppy. Okay. It was very um, street soccery. Yeah, it was choppy. That's fun to watch sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's for him. viewers, if you are not a purist, if you're not a snob, yeah, I, it's fun to see goals and guys making runs, and that's what was happening. I'd rather we look like we dominated the whole time, but yeah, whatever. I mean, sometimes you watch a game that. You know, a team like a Pittsburgh wins one nothing, and you go, they owned that game. They dominated it. You can also watch a game where New York will win 3 nothing, and you're like, man, they were lucky to get out of there with a yeah. win. So it's it, it really just depends on what you're watching. And I love that kind of soccer occasionally. I hope we tighten yeah. up at the back. Well, and really I think that, that, and we've touched on it a few times on the podcast is that that's a lot of people when you introduce them to soccer that's their frustration is that if every game was like that yeah more people would watch so like, Whoop. 
Hard to bad soccer. Look, but it would be bad soccer, and that's that's where the that's what gets lost in the translation. Is that hard okay, to but, win games like that consistently. Yeah. Appreciating the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to get the win. Important for us to keep pace because, unfortunately, all three of the teams ahead of us also got wins this weekend. Well, they were fifth, too. They were right behind us. They were point Yeah, points. and we needed that game ahead to, to climb farther ahead of New York, who still is sitting in fifth. But all the teams, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Charleston, now they all played really weak opponents this week, and we played a quality side. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, that's a nice feeling is, yeah, we didn't technically pick up points, but we should beat the teams that they beat, and, yeah. and New York could tie or beat any of them yeah. if it happens to come that way. So you may really be picking up points there. All right. That's a that's a comprehensive review of that was the game, good. I feel like. Uh, Magnus's injury, the only super blight. Greg did not have his best game. I've been so worried about Greg. I, I, I've I know. I've been very worried about Greg. I know people that, that won Dobro. I know... Uh, I'm, I don't think we're Steve quite was on to, here last week and not a big fan of Magram as I am not, but understood. I like Magram for what I think he could do. Like you see that spark in I've, there. Like I thought he's played better since I think he ball hogs. I don't think he passes enough. I, I think he tries to get too fancy with it. Yeah, I think he's same, played yeah. better since O'Connor left. Also, but that's, oh, I think yeah. O'Connor wants so badly for things to be very much his system that, and Magram wants to do things so free-flowing. Mm-hmm. I think he's done better under this system. But we've got a lot to get through and not sure. a lot of time. So let's focus that on... That sucks because we do have a lot to get through, but that was the start of a really great debate about, about several things. About Greg, about Magram. They're both worthy of that conversation. Yeah. But unfortunately, the two main things we have to get to tonight trump that. Tonight. And if we want to do two hours, we can do two hours. No, but, we're not going to do two but hours. But there's dinner. There so, is dinner, and our wives would get mad at us. That's true. All right. Except Jared. Your girlfriend's at work. I don't know what Shut about. up, Jared. You're not married yeah. yet. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. You don't even know. We All right. rank you. Purple stuff. Everybody got your glass? Yeah. I'm three days over. A little, little, bit, of, a little yeah. bit of purple stuff. Wash it down. Cheers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. That's, that's good purple stuff. That's smoky purple stuff. Yeah, well, so it's it's, it's rye purple stuff yeah. blended with Scottish purple stuff. Yeah, blended with purple stuff from Kentucky. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's a weird it's mix. A delicious I just picked up the purple, stuff, but it works. Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of purple in this. I'm feeling more like a, almost almost a lavender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right, purple stuff. Let's crank through them. We've already cut, touched on the fact that Cam Player of the Week. Well deserved. Cameron now tied for the head of the Golden Boot Race with 13. There are two players tied with him, Enavoldson and uh, Nico Brett. Perfectly reasonable. Who did they play for? Uh, Pittsburgh and... Oh, the only guy. Yeah, the only guy who scores for Pittsburgh. And somebody else. Enavoldson plays out west, so I don't ever really... Yeah, who gives a damn? Um, All right, so... uh, those are the first two pieces of purple stuff, and this is the third piece, and it's the most important. Wait, there's a third piece. Four will be the most important. Third piece, last night was the intro for Coach uh, John Hackworth at Fall City Tap Room, where the team introduced him as the head coach, let him have his first media availability. And if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the joint Barrel Proof and Scouse's House podcast, Ooh. We, okay. 
We did get to interview him, and by we, I do mean Taylor Sorrells of Barrel Proof and myself. Uh, they asked Andy to do it, but he said he was unavailable and First didn't off, like them. No, well, I don't like them, but no, <laughs> they didn't ask me. Now, I, I want I want to make this as clear as possible. Andy and I are a completely equal partnership. That this is our podcast together. When I'm not here, he does it. When I when he's not here, I do it. We have this podcast regardless of whether or not one of us is here. It is an equal partnership. I am significantly more active on social media. That's very true. And the uh, the the message boards that come along with uh, Loose City Soccer. I would also so, like to say I feel like it's more of a 64 partnership. <laughs> as well, far as sheer than me. As far as no no no, as far as sheer effort goes. Sure. It's sure. more 60 that you do but for, but I appreciate the yeah, no no. Yeah, all right. But uh, no, I'm significantly more involved in the uh, the yes. auxiliary parts of this, and so they asked me to do it, yeah. and not Andy, because Andy's not very good at this. According to Lance McGarvey, though. Yeah, you are delight. Yeah, Lance is a fan. It's because we boozed him up. What? Because we, we purple did. stuffed him up. Yeah, right we there. gave him a lot of purple stuff that night. All right. So if you haven't listened to it, you can listen to it either through Barrel Proof or through Scouse's House. Mm -hmm. I recommend Scouse's House because I like page views, but if you are a uh, Cooper through and through, then please, regardless, go and listen to it. Coach Hackworth was delightful. Mm -hmm. uh, after years of Coach O'Connor's three-word answers to complicated questions, uh, his openness and his interest yeah. in participating in the process was really nice. Uh, you know, he may end up being half the coach that Coach O'Connor was, but if but he's already five times the interview that Coach O'Connor was. You really get this from the two words that I exchanged with him. Sure. But even like, like I had introduced myself to Coach Connor before, and he was it was a very like, Terse. this is what I have to do. Hello, next person. But Hackworth was he was very like, I would like to engage with you. Right. I would like to say Every welcome to Louisville. He and he like he said thank you. He you could tell he really meant it. Every time we talked with him last night, it felt like he was upset that we didn't get to continue talking. Yeah. And that's a nice feeling. And, you know, maybe that's manufactured or generated, but he does a nice job with it. We're going to banter about Coach Hack, and so we'll get to that in a minute. But I wanted to make sure that you go and listen to the pod if you yes. haven't listened to it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was pleased to work with Taylor. Uh, Patrick did an amazing job on the, yeah. uh, on the audio. I really appreciate that. Taylor's pants, though. Taylor was wearing teal pants. Teal pants. Here's my question. It's a bold move. It's bold. Did you park your yacht <laughs> on Campbell? Yeah. Or did Falls City like have to? His hair did look a little windswept. So yeah, no. Taylor was great. He was an excellent host. <laughs> but uh, the the pants man, they were they were great pants. So All right. Uh, that was my first time meeting Taylor in person after yeah. you know months of corresponding, and so it was uh, it was nice to get to put a face to the name. Uh, Barrel proof is always a delight. Go listen. Yeah. Go listen to it. That's it. We'll stop uh, you know massaging each other's egos here now. I'm gonna say I found out in this podcast that I was gonna be on the podcast today, and I immediately listened to that. Yeah. And started drinking at work. I pulled it out of the bottom of the dress drawer and. Well, that's yeah. really the only way to listen to us by yeah. yeah. drinking. Well, I had first. to through it. You yeah. need something. Sure. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, yeah, so that was three. Mm -hmm. Peace, and thank you again to to, uh, to our hosts that evening. 
the uh, the tap room where yeah, we Fall were. City was great. Fall City tap room was really wonderful. I was not saying the name because my uh, my uh, my partner is sometimes a no no it's that. beer I don't care you don't care about beer <laughs> beer then I don't care understood all right the fourth and most important piece of purple stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a signing today. There was a signing today. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Well, they, the dry hump him. of signings, if yeah. you will. Here, a two-week signing on loan from New York City FC, Mr. Sand. Sands. The Sands of time. When we're up 6-3, we can put him in. You know what? Joshua Sand, I believe it was. James. James, James. Sands, James. I apologize. James, I'm sorry. Come on, dude. Hey, man. See? Look, there, there's your 50% there right there. There it is. There it is. Uh, James Sand, with an S at the end or no S at the Sands. end? All right. See, Not I researched the guy. I didn't uh, pay Sands much attention to time. All right. He's 18 years old. He's a youngin'. He's coming from New York City FC where he hasn't been getting playing time. He's gotten a couple of minutes this year. He, mm-hmm. got, a cup, he got a little cup of coffee and some cup games and friendlies last year. Hadn't been really playing with uh, New York City FC, but he's 18 years old. It's hard to break in with grown ass men. Yeah. When you are uh, an 18 year old. Man, Alexi's 18. Child. No, he's not. No, he's 23. Not. He's yeah. No, I thought he was young. No, Alexi is He's a college graduate. Oh, oh, well, I'm wrong. Yes. Sit there in your wrongness. We're gonna make it awkward. See, they told you I was dumb. Yeah. He played every minute of his senior year at Ohio. Bowling Green State University. If only I'd listen to that podcast. Yeah, I'm she saying agreed. you'd know stuff. <laughs> All right, no, but uh, James Sands is uh, a defensive-minded mm-hmm. midfielder, which is not something that we really have at this moment. No, I mean, in theory, Paolo and Speedy both play a holding midfield role that should be at least as defensive as it is offensive. Both of them would rather be playing on our half of the field, mm-hmm. they'd rather be going towards goal. They come back. They do a great job. I love Powell and Speedy. I think that they're the backbone of the team. They need some time off. And I think that if you're going to give one of those guys time off, that your replacement had better be able to track back defensively. And that means this fella, Mr. Sands, should get some minutes for this club, even on only a two-week loan. Yes. So he signed through September 1st. I think that that puts us in, uh, I think there are five games being played between now and that and that point. It's a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Some of them are against some of the weaker teams in the league where it'd be nice to be able to get some minutes off for Paolo and Speedy who or Kyle, who all of them consistently play full games. Yeah. Paco in the same boat. This is ha- signing this one player, the way we can rejigger our roster for any given day means that all of the guys who get no time off might be able to at least get a half off, save their legs even a little. Yeah. So I love the signing. I love, more than I love the signing, I love the message that the signing yes. sends. I'm willing to go out and get guys, and not yeah. just am I willing to do it. I know guys. Yeah, he can. He played with him on the under-17 team. He played yeah. for Coach Hack on the U-17s. I, I did very little research, but he played... All, all five games they played in the World Cup in Panama last year for the under-17s. Mm-hmm. How did he play? Um, I did not watch all five of those games. God, and Jared, the last, come on! Uh, you know, four hours that I knew about it. Um, 
He also made all we're gonna, team. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna stop. Kaf-a-kaf. We're gonna stop here and go and get a new guest. I think, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's time to go get a new guest. Our wives are out there. We can just grab one. He of was all Concacaf, you say? All I mean, team Concacaf. Um, Concacaf. Yeah. Well, then he probably played pretty well. He must have. So uh, I'm excited to have the guy. 18 years old. That's exciting in and of itself. And I think that what it also signals is that depending on what New York needs mm-hmm. and depending on how he performs mm-hmm. and how he fits in, that we could extend that loan. Like, it's not like this is it and you can't yeah. bring him back. They could extend the loan. And if he's really not going to get playing time in MLS next year, then maybe this is a tryout for are you going to be a part of our team next year yeah. as well. So it, it, there are a lot of options that it affords. Yeah, And the main thing you know right from go is that if you are on an MLS contract as a teenager you can ball yeah you may not You're be exactly where you need to be pretty good you not as good as Andy but pretty good I, I would love to challenge him to bicycle <laughs> Andy Andy is literally not as good at anything as jo- as James Sands must be at soccer <laughs> to have signed a professional contract I just like what are you best? I'm actually. I want to explore this for a second. Yeah. What are you best at in life? I so I, I say this a lot. Yeah. And it's 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 like thirty percent in jest. Okay. But it's like seventy percent real. I am for whatever reason really good. The best way I can put it, I am super good at carrying things. Shit. And that not is just true. like. And not just like like. Bulky things like we're not just talking about heft. No, like yeah. something about my center of gravity allows me to carry multiple awkward things in one go. Evan, we've both lived with him. That's, That's true. I've I've seen him move things. I have. And he this is weird, really good. At it. I've never thought about it. But I have you are. this weird gyros, this preternatural gyroscopic <laughs> effect in my hips. It's that shocking. allows me to like. For as tall as you are, your center of gravity must be better than I would have thought. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. All right. I take it all back. James Sands, I hope you're as good of a soccer player as Andy is at carrying things. Because <laughs> then we'll be unstoppable for the next two yeah, weeks. Yeah, no, we're done. That's it. No. Uh, it's great to get a signing in. It's great yeah. because... He did it, it after two days. He's yeah. been here in the city for yeah. literally two days. But I, and I think that's the thing you focus on, like you said, like Evan said. Because Jared doesn't say much. But like <laughs> Evan said. <laughs> or I say too much. Is that... It's not just about getting this kid. It's about coaches. I mean, we yeah. start calling coach, yeah? Yeah. It's about coaches' ability to get people like this yeah. because he has coached all these people. And not just coach, like, he took the U17 really far. Yeah, he's done very he well with them. He started that whole fun. Excuse me, that whole program. And there's He's Jared. like, there it is. He's like, I hate saying this because I'm a L fan. But he is very much, to me, appearing to be the Calipari Ooh, interesting. of USL soccer. I'll be interested to find that out. But one thing we know for certain is that if you are a soccer player in the United States mm-hmm. who happens to be American mm-hmm. and you are under the age of 25, yeah. he knows about you. Yeah. He knows about you. If not having directly coached you. Right. He's either yeah. coached you or chosen not to coach you. Yeah. So this is a guy who gets it and who has a pipeline of talent that he can be bringing into the club. And even if he can't bring him in, at the very least, 
the other players, the guys he hasn't dealt with, the you know random juniors at Toledo that yeah. have never heard of a thing about Louisville City, will know who he is or will know a player he's coached. Yeah. I joked briefly last night about when is he going to be bringing on you know, some of the stars from the most recent team, the Tim Weyas and the Josh Sargent and bringing on Christian Pulisic. Because that would be great. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't think we have that budget. No, even if we did have the budget, you know, they've got other places to go. But I'm excited about what it means that we've already signed somebody yeah. this early. Uh, and, yeah, obviously I didn't know much about the kid, but everything that I have, I don't know much about most soccer players in this country. Right. And everything that I've seen about him says that this is the kind of talent that you can get you excited about. He's an 18-year-old. He's a guy who's already gotten some senior minutes with real first division clubs. This is a guy who, this is the kind of player you're hoping we see. Yeah. Maybe not this kid, but this kind of kid. Yeah. All right. We are going to hammer through an interview with Jared here. This is going to get rough. No, it's not. I'm not even going to give us time. I'm already done with it. I'm not even going to give us time for it to be rough. Jared Engler. So, a little backstory. That's what I was going to ask for. A little backstory about Jared Engler. I'm going to let Andy do my interview for me. Jared Engler and I have known each other for a long time. Like a long, long time. Longer than me and Andy. Longer than Evan and I. Freshman year high school. Freshman year. Jared and I went to high school together. Graduated. From high school together. I want to see a diploma from Jared. I'm not sure I believe that. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> he attended. <laughs> he, he showed up. Three or four days a I week. I graduated third. I had one B. I don't want to hear it. I have seen Jared go from hopeful, youthful, vibrant, 13-year-old kid and just seen the light just smashed out in him. <laughs> That an all-boys Catholic high school will do to all of us. Sure. Right. It was bad fun choices. Um, to, to excelling in speed school. Yeah. I made it through there quicker than anyone. It was the quickest eight despite and a half years. He thought it was named speed to try to get out of there fast. Despite the amount of crap that we give him, he might be one of the most technically smart people I've ever met in my life. Agreed. Huh? God, don't. He's <laughs> so dumb. He's just God. so dumb. Um, so that's the backstory with Jared. Jared and I have known each other for a long, long time. He's a super good dude when he's not being a freaking idiot. Uh, I can't believe that you, of all people, he also are the person who brought me into scouts. He loved, which is weird because when we were in high school, you were Mr. Soccer. Jared, if you know Jared, uh, he is not... He used to be super fit, like super, super fit. Like I have high school, I have pictures of Jared from high school where he's ripped like Jesus. Like there was a weird four or five year period, but now he's back in shape. I am. But it is horribly ironic that we were the ones that brought you into someone who didn't give a dog's butt about. Soccer is the one who brought me. Yeah, and and you, I just happened to run into you at a game, and it's like, what the heck are you doing here? Yeah, we love these. Yeah, Jared also is the wayward goalkeeper on <laughs> our Wednesday night Greyhound soccer team. Keeper? He by, plays by keeper default. by default. Yeah, I had to play last week for him while he was out. While he was out, 
and I still have bruises and cuts from uh, from having to play keeper in his Thank stead. Thank you for uh, pulling that for me. I did not enjoy it at all. Um, so no. Fun. So I got a couple of questions, and then we're gonna let you answer Andy's fun uh, mm-hmm. Marvel qu- Marvel versus uh, DC question. No, you called it the Marvel question. It's cool. Yeah. So first. Why weren't you a season ticket holder right from go? Like, what was your holdup when they announced it? Because I know you, and I know you're a soccer fan, a soccer player, a soccer enthusiast. What the hell was what, what was going on? Did, were you distracted by a bee? <laughs> so, I, I didn't used to watch a lot of soccer. I think it was probably three World Cups ago that I actually, like, watched soccer on television for the first time. It's still and 12 it years two ago, Two World man. Cups ago that I actually, like... Started to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time last season or last World Cup hit, I was you know all about it full on. But I don't have like <laughs> other than the national teams. I love I love the women's team because they're the best in the world. I Damn love right. the men's team because I'm a, you know live here. Sure. Because <laughs> Merck. I won't go into that. Um, but I don't like have a Premier League team. Uh, occasionally, I, I used to like I like players. So I liked Drogba. That's why I have a Chelsea jersey. I, I like. You know he Frank plays Lampard. in our league now, right? Yeah, right. I know. All right. He's also a little older. He is a he's little older. He's not quite at his uh, prime. I think he's seventy-three years uh, old, <laughs> approximately. <laughs> um, I like Frank, La- Frank Lampard, so I watched a lot of Dortmund, and then he went to, um, yeah, that other team. I, I don't like being like. So you, you know when other people I'm, come to the country and they're Yankees fans. Yeah. No, Lampard? No, not Lampard. Jesus. Yeah, I was not going to correct him. Lewandowski. Lewandowski. I was not going to correct him. Purple stuff. Excuse me. Yeah, we've had quite a bit. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's gone down. I get nervous speaking. Old friends. Sorry. No. So you are a fan of players more than you are of actual teams. But I don't, like, want to latch onto a team that I have no connection with across Mm -hmm. seas. Right. Um... Honestly, I watch a lot more USL than I do MLS. Sure, um, me I'll too. catch a good game. I'll catch some highlights. That's what the cool um, kids watch. Yeah, but it took a while to like get into it, and then I went to my first game. I was like, um, "This field sucks, but this is really <laughs> fun." Yeah. And then I started going more and more, and then ran into you guys, and it was like, "Oh, I know thirty people here." Right. I just didn't know they were here. Because we were in the cool spot, in and, and now we have the best seats in the house. We do. Yeah. Literally. We and do. Then, yeah. I right. sold immediately. That's great. And now I have one, really only one more question. I feel like people have gotten to know your personality throughout this pod. So mm-hmm. this is the main other question I, I have before I hand you over to... What? No. I, I'm, before I hand you over to Andy, my last question is... How? Seeing as how nobody particularly likes you. <laughs> How is it that you have convinced so many people to come to Scouse's house? We bragged on it earlier, but I, I really want to know your sales pitch. That's actually a legitimate I, question. I, yeah, though, like, re- disregard my uh, nobody likes you po- point. Because we emphasize bringing, we've always said, like, bring, bring people, people. Bring people, I bring people. I've done a pretty good job. And so what does, is your and maybe like, the best what's your, I give him candy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, this is why he's the worst. <laughs> we, no, I, I have family and friends that, like... They're like, yeah, I want to go down there. I was like, well, come down there. Like, yeah. I'll buy your ticket. I'll find your ticket. I'll get you into like the spot where yeah. everyone loves the game. Yeah. And it's addictive. It is. Everyone it who's really, got, really is. It, the, the girlfriend that I mentioned at work, like, she's never been to a soccer game in her life. She went to two and is all about it. How's that? Um, yeah, she's yeah, you work. work. You want to talk about your relationship? How's your girlfriend going? 
Right. We like she her. She is the most She's beautiful great. and perfect person I've ever met. There it is. Love you, sweetie. Hope you're listening. Um, is right. that a ring in your pocket? <laughs> oh, no! It's just shaped like that. Um, your, wa- your wallet is oh, just shaped yeah, like that. Right. Um, a pretty low change. <laughs> this is why it goes off the rails when we have our friends. We gotta. We really gotta stick to more professional interviews. We, we I have entire professional interviews. Oh, also, all little known fact about Jared. This is, and unfortunately, this is like in the top three interesting facts about Jared. <laughs> There's his, three. His dad, legitimately, his dad is a falconer. Truth. His dad. Hold your phone. Yes. No, we're going to have to take a second here then and say that I know that neither of you guys are involved in Lucidity Twitter. This no. week, legitimately this week, there has been a, a there was an engaging thread about how the uh, Los Angeles Football Club yeah. does falconry at the beginning of their games. They have a falcon that flies down and they have an honorary person come out, wear the glove and have them catch the falcon. Yeah. Mark Anthony K, because he's injured, got to do it this week. Nice. And on Twitter, they've been saying there have been jokes and points made about whether or not we could arrange that for at Loose City. I won't go into all of the Loose City chicken jokes that occurred on the result of it, but if this is a legitimate possibility, here's the problem. Okay. I have seen, I have been at their house. I have been, I've seen the Falcons themselves that he keeps, that he he trains. Sorry, the red tail hawk, which is even cool, right? Like the raptors that he uses. I've seen him like field dressing rabbits that this hawk has caught. It is the most metal thing about Jared. (laughs) Is that his dad has a fun hobby? Which leads me to my first question: (laughs) Why didn't you take up falconry? If my dad did something as cool as falconry, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to ask him to teach me how to do it. I mean, I did as a kid. I was with him. I just, it didn't tickle my pickle, so to say. I don't know. Understood. Fair enough. It wasn't for me. That's fair. No, that's fair. Soccer was for him. Soccer was for him. I had better things to do, like soccer. There's, Give me, there are very few things to do falconry. smoking way too many Marlboro Reds, because that was an idiot. Give me the, give me the, uh, give me the comic book question. Okay, here it Lay is. Lay it on here it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, you have to put together your team, right? Soccer team. Soccer team. Gotcha. You got your falconry team. You have to put together. <laughs> I think you're taking Don't think that's a thing, but go do on. You, you don't have to tell me who. You don't have to say who, but you do have to say why. Do you pick from the Marvel universe or the DC universe? Marvel, because you like DC. So just to be contrarian, just out of spite. I mean, it's an easy, easy out on that one. Just out of spite. Give me, give me one player in one position. That's a fair question. Oh, I actually have to think of one. I was just trying to be mad. No, you always gonna make fun of me. It's easy. You put Hulk in in the middle of the D. Okay. We already center back Hulk. Yeah. We already have a center back named Hulk. That's the reason we call him. Jared, Jared really came through in the clutch on that one. He easily could have flubbed that, and he nailed it. Like, I expected him to fail dramatically like he has in most things, but this one Mostly he crushed. Right. He crushed. Man, you can tell Andy's mad. He's Andy is furious that he got it. Well. No. He's mad. Yeah? 
No, because it turns into a half hour. It turns into another half hour. This is why this is not the perfect question. This is a good question, though. Because all we want to do now is argue about it, and we can't until we get through our banter, which is next. Well, if you have real guests, it's a good, like, talking to them. I guess. It is. All right. This is the question we're going with. But we're going to talk about Coach Hackworth now, because I did not get to come on the Mythical Missing Episode 24 which was the first episode where they got to discuss the we fact did. that we had a brand new coach. And yeah. no one got to hear it, so only Andy and David. Right, that's what's going to make Andy it so special when it is released. Andy and David had a special... We'll look back on it and be like, man, that was a good time. Like a time capsule. Exactly. Maybe we should bury it under the new stadium. We could sneak out there. Oh my gosh. We should totally bury I'll something. See it. You can see how it's amazing. You can see where the pitch is. I'm calling Brad Estes tomorrow he would, dude, he and asking if they will let us bury it. Just a, let us out there for 10 minutes. Just a little loose city time just capsule with episode 24 as the centerpiece. Oh my god. On a cassette tape. <laughs> On a cassette tape. Alright. This is happening. I mean, they're not going to let us, but this is they happening. They might! Alright, so... Uh, but I didn't get to talk about it. I'm excited now to be able to say that I'm glad to, that I had to wait until now because now I've gotten to meet the man and yeah. talk to him, and I'm really excited about it. We discussed how he is a uh, more personable yes. and approachable human being than James O'Connor. It's kind was. of a low bar, but well, James O'Connor, shoot, go is- go through the backlog here. We sing James O'Connor's mm-hmm. praises to the moon, and he deserves it. He's an unbelievable soccer coach. He took this team to unbelievable heights, and I liked him as a person. Basically, mm-hmm. Coach Ackworth in one night made me feel more welcomed and uh, yes. engaged than Coach O'Connor ever made me feel, and Which that's in, cool. In a city like Louisville, is very important. Yeah. He is. He feels more Louisville yes. than Coach O'Connor ever did, and I think that he's gonna fit in really well here. I think that the fans are really gonna like him. He's a better interview, so the post game stuff will be more visible. I think that it seems like he might be more willing to go out and do the press stuff, yeah. maybe attend events and stuff that Coach O'Connor would have just shot down. Uh, so he'll be more of a part of the community. Is my immediate impression. Yes. Uh, he was friendly. He Which was raises a, awareness. It does. And yeah. I mean, I'm saying that the coaches doing local press is massive. Yeah. Because the players might be gone next year. You know, our guys are not on contract for next year. The team as we know it currently, you can promote the hell out of, you know, Paco Craig. Yeah. But Paco Craig could be playing for, you know, a, a C-League team in England next year. We don't know. <laughs> but Coach but Coach Hack is going to be here next year. He's under contract, and he'll be here. Yeah. And you can imagine that they probably made him sign a very handsome yes. uh, void clause in what his contract. What is his contract? I don't I, – I just know it's through 2020. Okay. That, that's... I know it's through 2020, so that means he's coaching the rest of this year. He's coaching all of next year. He's coaching all of the first year in the new stadium. After that, I don't know. I imagine there is an enormous buyout if he tries to leave. Because we're not going through this again. No. I love that he's focused on the academy. Mm-hmm. He's already discussed it. I mean, we couldn't drag out of the front office or out of uh, the former coach. Who I'm, I'm done talking about him. Right. The former coach. You couldn't drag out of them whether or not they wanted to talk about the academy. Whether or not it was something that was like on the front burner right. or deep down the line. 
in his first several interviews, he's been like, man, the academy's going to be great. I can't wait to get it started. He's got a history of player development. He's got a history of coaching at all levels of soccer in this country. He's coached at the international level. He's coached at the collegiate level. He's coached at the MLS level. He's seen everything you can see, but he's still a young enough man that he feels vital. We're not getting a 63-year-old no, yeah. at the end There's, of his career. He's not a retread. No. First time in the USL. He seems excited to be here. He understood. I've liked every answer he's given so far. Yeah. Let's talk soccer for a minute. Okay. For a minute. He didn't have any success at Philadelphia. No. None. He was interim, though, wasn't he? No, he was the official head coach in Philadelphia, uh-huh. and he had no success. Gotcha. I am willing, personally, to chalk that up to the fact that Philadelphia is a garbage franchise, and they always have been, and they were before he got there, they were after he left. Not being able to turn around a garbage franchise does not make you a bad coach. No. So, I don't have any objection to that. And if he has friends and family in Philadelphia and loved his time there and regretted leaving, then I get it and I'm sorry. But it's been a bad team. Yeah. Consistently. Uh, He says that he wants to play an attacking, aggressive, exciting, and beautiful style of soccer. That's what he claims, that he wants to get the ball back immediately and attack. That hasn't really been what we've seen from some of his clubs, but that doesn't mean that it's not what he wanted to do with those clubs. It could be that he was limited by personnel. It could be that he was limited by the front office, uh, injuries. There are a lot of possibilities. I'm willing to give him a lot of rope yeah. before I start trying to judge his actual coaching ability. He's okay. coming in the middle of the season, too. Like, it, yeah. That, and so this year, to me, if he tries to he, make wholesale... He's a free pass Well, the only <laughs> thing that I would question is if he tries to make wholesale changes. Right. Like, if suddenly we're playing, you know, with uh, two at the front and, you know, he's decided... Not only am I benching Greg, but I'm bringing on the third string keeper, yeah. and uh, Kyle is now an official middle center fielder. Yeah, if he doesn't do anything outlandish, center fielder. I if just, he doesn't do anything outlandish, I think this it, you count the rest of the season coaching wise right. as a wash. Right, unless he takes this team to a championship, in which case like, oh, it's like well, this guy's our guy. <laughs> Good uh, job. So because Tubby. It, oh. Well, it is kind of like yeah. that a bit where you go, but then it's the prove it. Like, yeah. coach, so you know that Tubby Smith could not screw something up, but now can you build something? Yeah. I hope that we find out that Coach <laughs> Hack can manage to not screw a good thing up. But he's up. known for building, so. Well, he's known for developing players. True. That's an important difference. Fair enough. Now, he worked with some of the best players that this country has ever produced. He worked with Landon Donovan. He yeah. worked with uh, Tim Howard. He worked with uh, Josie Altidore. He's worked with some of the best players this country has ever put out. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Coaching-wise is the only thing that I don't really know because it's different in every place you go. It's different about who the front office will let you sign. And that's one reason I think he wanted this job was because he knew he'd have basically free reign over who he mm-hmm. signed. He can go out and he get his guys to play his system. Yeah, and well, I mean, you know, and that might be the key to building something, to doing the exactly how yes. you want it. Yeah, yeah. I'm crazy excited. I I think that uh, I think that Brad Estes made a great hire here. I think John Neese yeah. and Tim Malloy and the other guys who were involved in this should be really proud because there's no way to know if this is a failure for at least a year from now. Yeah. 
But we know that he's giving all of the right answers. We know that he is portraying himself as the kind of person that Louisville loves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he also has a sense of gravitas. It's not like he's just playing to the crowd. Right. You know, it still feels like you know, he's here to coach soccer <coughs> and hopes that people come out and watch, which he's been pumping already. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. I liked meeting him. I'm excited to see what he does mm-hmm. with the academy, with the team, with this year and next. Well, Brad was on your all show talking about the academy and wanting to do it. It's we, obviously a thing that they want to do as It's an getting pushed farther and farther forward now as the stadium becomes more and more yeah. reality. Well, it, it, it's a multi-step process. The stadium is the project that allows can, us to do so you, many other things. And you can say whatever you want about Steve Livingstone, and I know that the public at large in Lou City Land has strong feelings about the guy, but in my meetings with him... All of my experiences were that he was not ready to talk about the academy. He did not want to talk about the academy. He acknowledged that an academy was in the future, and that was it. We've got a coach standing here right now saying, I'm excited about the academy, and it's important to me. Yeah, I won't be at all shocked if, and this is pure speculation, but I won't be at all shocked if six years from now, he is handed off the reins as head coach of this team to, I don't know, maybe a George Davis the fourth who maybe he brings on as an assistant. That yeah. sort of thing. I wouldn't be at all shocked if he's handed off the reins of the head coach and that he is the technical director and the gaming director and yeah. runs the academy. I won't be at all shocked by that. I hope... Six that years what, is a good run. I'm saying. Especially after we've won five more USL, <laughs> five more USL Cups, three US Open Cups, yeah. and two CONCACAF championships. I think that that's that's likely. That would be a good run. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I think that I think that the statue of him would look lovely yeah. out front. Uh, he's got a nice statue face. He's he really does have a nice statue face. Though. He's a handsome man. He, you know what? He's got a really good chin. Yeah, and jawline. And like he's got a discernible jawline. Coach, when you come on our podcast three years from now. When you come on our podcast... He was on there yesterday. He was on the joint podcast yesterday. Uh, He's got a coach's show to do. Uh, When you come on the podcast three years from now, don't let Andy touch you. I won't try super hard. All right. No, I think everybody can agree that we're really really excited about the new coach. And I can't wait to get started this week, man. I I can't wait for Saturday, man. I hope we start off with a win. Fantastic. Now we got 7.30 kick. 7.30 kickoff. But just as a heads up, Scouse's house is working hard with some of the supporters from Nashville. Kenny Allward, I'm not sure if this is even, uh, I'm not even sure if this is information I can go live with, but Kenny, ed- Kenny edits this anyway. So Don't edit this out, Kenny. Out. Don't censor us. Kenny's been working hard with some of the supporters groups from Nashville mm-hmm. to uh, bring them to the tailgate. And so we're going to be uh, the Scouse's house tailgate this week should likely include, weather permitting, should likely include some Nashville supporters, okay. which will be fun. Show them, show them the lay of the town. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they'll bring some Jack Daniels. Boo. Boo. And uh, we'll show them what real whiskey tastes like. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to beat the living poop out of them. That's that seems excessive. Like in I'm Cornwall. immediate. I'm a, in there it is on, What? Uh, I was gonna say, are you just starting fights right now? No, I'm saying I'm better we, than. We cordially invited these people to yeah. join us for some hot dogs and beers. Yeah, right? and I'm gonna drink 
beer and I'm gonna eat hot dogs. Uh, this is supposed to be a, yeah, we're 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 opponents on the field, but we are together in USL. Is Jerry this is starting uh, to start fights? I'm not gonna start any fights. Uh, I'm a pacifist, man. A pacifist. Purple stuff. Man. Oh, Jared. <laughs> we're going to have to start limiting our guests' purple stuff. Jared's purple stuff. Just we're Jared's literally sitting Jared's in a purple room. Lance McGarvey got hilarious the more purple stuff he had. I love Lance McGarvey. Um, all right. I think that's all we've got. Really. That's it. That was a good Everybody, show. Everybody, show up for the game on Saturday. God, I didn't mess it up that bad. Be uh, there. Now, on the joint podcast last night, I know that uh, Tom Farmer managed to sneak in an advertisement for one of uh, Barrel Proof's uh, sponsors, and that's awesome because we love Against the Grain. They're great brewers, great people, the wizard is the man, and great fans. So I've got no objection. That's why we didn't edit it. Mm -hmm. But... This is our podcast, and so let's now say thank you to Oxmoor Toyota. Yep. Let's say thank you to Kinder Hearts. Yep. Let's say thank you to Groundworks. Yep. And uh, let's really, really say a special thank you to uh, all of the fans who make this possible, all the members of Scouse's House who make this possible. Melwood Tavern. So. Melwood Tavern. And to Melwood Tavern, God, thank you. Melwood. Well, the other sponsor I'm not allowed to say, Andy. So, all right. Melwood Tavern, who we watched the game at most recently, the New York Red Bulls game yeah. at, and it was a blast. Missed you guys. Michelle wasn't in a cookout in Northern Indiana. Jared, don't skip any more games. God. No more. Rest I of the mean, season. We won 6 4. Rest of the season, don't skip any games. All right. Uh, we only have one thing to say at the end of any given podcast. But before we say that one thing, let me just imply strongly that you should uh, remember that we. Uh, this is not necessarily representative of how good we are at this. No. This was a lot of purple stuff. Yeah, no. It's going to be a choppy it's What show. happens when you know someone for 20 plus choppy. years? It's okay. Evan for like 15. We'll finish it the way we always finish our shows by saying, Go City! Go City!